0: How is? <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, welcome to the latest episode of the Dublin City Comics Geek Easy Podcast. As always, brought to you by either our good friends at Rogue Comics Ireland or the Rogue Podcast Network, whatever the hell Wayne's decided to call it this week. You can find this podcast wherever Podcast, podcasts roam in the wild.
1: Do they roam? I presume. Or do they kind of just find a place to graze and just sit there?
0: They kind of, I think they're nomadic, from what I can tell.
1: I always think of podcasts as being lazy bastards.
0: Well there's a bit of that as well, yeah. depends on the podcast I suppose That is very true, that like is people. very very
1: true um, So how have you been, it's been a couple of weeks It's been a couple of weeks yeah We've been busy
0: <laughs> Nothing's really changed, I've just been working my <laughs> hoop off
1: Yeah I've, I, it, I, well it's not that I've changed but I now have a bit more free time But it's because now uh, when I'm able to record but you know Because yeah. uh, I finished the Not that have
0: like been waiting on you like this
1: it's Well yeah not that I've been waiting on me but I now have more yeah. free time to do things Because um, myself and Kevin Jill have finished Natsferatu and it's now gone to print mm-hmm. Um, to be launched at Top Bubble, November the 8th, and also a special Irish launch to come soon. Cool. Hopefully yeah. somewhere cool. Somewhere very cool, actually. Hopefully somewhere not you. Somewhere not you. Okay.
0: Promise. Well, done about that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, pretty unprepared for this one because you kind of surprised me. Did I? I yeah.
1: I messaged you and said you're ready to record today and you were like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the time though. I thought you meant it like later on. Oh, okay. All yeah, so right, well, and there you go. Fuck all research as usual. We well, I mean, less than fuck all research. We've done, so. we've actually had other things to do over the last couple of weeks as well. The yeah, last yeah. episode that we recorded, we talked extensively about what our expectations were for The Joker. Oh, yes. And you have since seen that movie. I oh, haven't yes. seen it because of things, but I've seen, I've already seen Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, so I Oops. already know what those films play out like. And mm-hmm. from all reviews and things I've read of it, and the synopsis is the plot that I've read. It pretty much plays out like King of Comedy. I've seen that one. Yet. Scorsese's King of Comedy. Basically, Robert De Niro plays this stalkerish um, budding comedian right. who is obsessed with a talk show host played by Jerry Lewis. He kidnaps him right. and forces him to make him go on his show. And then on his show, then he takes. talk. To- plays out nothing like that? No, but it's <laughs> the, it's about this. That's this is just that's just the flat plot of it. Right. The story of of the King of Comedy basically is about the character who. De Niro plays, right. and he's a disjointed, mentally broken man, right. who fantasises about being a successful comedian. He lives with his mother, hmm. who is constantly trying to control him, and is, has him beaten down, but he's shouting in his arguments with her. He has an accomplice who helps him kidnap the talk show host. He goes At the end of the film, he goes on the talk show host show, hmm. and does his stick, and it actually starts to land. I know in Joker, I think, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't, no. but... In the king of comedy, his act starts to land, but then it transpires that it's true. He's joking, but the fact that I had the kid not to kidnap the host to get on the show, and everyone thinks it's a part of his shtick where hmm. he doesn't. He, he, like, but I know in in, jo- in Joker it takes a very dark turn. In king of comedy, it actually plays out right differently. Yeah,
0: Joker, Joker kind of fucked me up for a while. Yeah, to be honest, um, just because of the fact that it handles uh, mental illness in a really, really real way. Right. So I wasn't prepared for that at all, in any way, shape, or form. Okay it took me about a week to get over the movie to be honest really it fucking broke me down man laid me out completely
1: a lot of people have said that about how it handles that
0: the first hour and a half is pretty much watching somebody deal with the kind of mental illnesses that i would deal and most people have i suppose bipolar right depression and shit like so there's even one particular bit if you haven't seen the movie fingers and Ears," but where he imagines a scenario going a certain way yeah and i've had similar experiences yeah so it really like just was so much of it so many little kind of nuances and subtleties in the movie it was like kind of I do that, oh shit that's familiar, oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> yeah so just because I wasn't prepared for it it fucked me up royally yeah. um, and there's one line in the movie that it's not even spoken it's just written on a piece of paper but it's just it's resonated with me over and over again the um, the worst part about mental illness is society expects you to behave like you don't have it
1: yeah I've seen that I've seen that quote from the film for sure yeah
0: um, that's resounding man it really just nail on the fucking head right there so but I will say after it gets through that and it gets through the talk show bit then it goes full Gotham yeah like full DC full Batman universe Joker what you'd be expecting right and there's a couple of little twists and turns in which I thought were really good as well but they've kind of set him up that they could use him in the DC universe now or he could be like an alternate storyline or an alternate origin story for say Heath Ledger's Joker or anything like it's it's kind of set it up itself really well to go into the universe yeah even though I said they, I don't know they said they weren't going to but they could quite easily
1: well considering it's making a fuck ton of money hmm. I guarantee you they're going to use it at some point If they're, going to, refer, they're going to reference it in some way yeah. Um. Well, I got injured the absolute shit out of it. about a week later when I could actually think sure. about it but if anyone is going to watch it if they have any mental illness just be very prepared do you think and this is just me asking the question because again I haven't seen it but do you think in any way, shape or form that they're exploitative of the idea of mental health? Oh, Jesus, no, that's the worst part about it. They didn't. They didn't
0: exploit no, it in any No, it wasn't way. exploited at all. It was the most real, I suppose, in my what I've seen in movies anyway, the most real version of it for myself. The way they portrayed it was very much from the point of view of, of the guy dealing with it, mm. not society laughing at him or pointing at him and poking at him and him cracking and that. It was basically him trying to fit in and not being able to fit in and the world not being the way he sees it, it's just, it was a bit weird. I mean, to be honest, I'm a little bit uncomfortable still talking about it. Sure, it just, sure. But um, yeah, it was it was really good.
1: Yeah, from, from like you talking about it there, I still see, like you're talking about the, the conversations where he has things, he plays the things in his head, oh, yeah. how he thinks they should go and they go a bit differently. Again, that happens in King of Comedy and oh, Taxi Driver as well. Hmm. A lot of that's in that where De Niro's characters in both of those movies are thinking about scenarios they want to happen. Mm. And they're fantasizing about their version of it. The way they do it in this one is a little bit different It's actually Driver. Is it? Very good. Yeah. So, no, and, and, and like, I think they wear their influences heavy on their sleeve because mm. they have De Niro in but the it's movie. But
0: it's not a worse movie for it. Sure, sure. It's fantastic. Like, it's it's shot really well. It's it's just, it's a really fucking good movie. Just mm. it plays out really well. All the performances are phenomenal.
1: Well, I will eventually see it. I do want to see it. And I actually, funnily enough, last weekend surprisingly commented on the fact that you haven't seen Jerky yet. And it's like, no, I haven't seen it No, She's just why hmm. i was like well i said like, well i haven't had time i'll get to see it yeah life gets in the way man <laughs> i know I, I, I will get to see it eventually but even she was like saying hang on a second you haven't fucking seen this movie yet it's like no no i haven't but everyone's talking about it I says i know that hmm. but i'll see it eventually i'm not in any rush i wasn't initially in any rush to go see it either when i when i knew it was coming down the line Be, mainly because i'm i'm kind of averse to movies that are about bad guys and they're kind of played as the anti-hero. In oh, he's not way. played as the anti-hero, but that's what I'm hearing afterwards. Like you know yeah. that he's he's not in any way, nope. shape, or form played as the anti-hero. That there's they're no it really, really, really well. Yeah, you don't feel sorry for the guy. You pity him, but you don't feel sorry for him. You don't see like pity is very different to feeling sorry for somebody. You have you can have pity for somebody even if they're the bad guy. You can pity their situation, but you obviously don't agree with their methods and, and the kind of the end of the road. Yeah, um, I am interested in seeing where it goes from here. Uh, because it is making a fuck ton of money. It's making a lot of people talk about movies. I think it is quite ironic that uh, that a lot of directors, like Martin Scorsese himself actually has come out and lambasted superhero films, mainly Marvel films mm. as a whole, given that his movies were a huge influence on this film in particular. Um, But yeah, no, I I, I have no doubt that it, these films always divide audiences. They're marmite in some degree. And I think it's it also because it's made people uncomfortable. Yeah purely because it's made them uncomfortable people are just like "Nope, I don't like this like it was touted as being extremely violent and it ex- like it is parents meant to be extreme it was <coughs> reported beforehand before it hit the public eye mm. it was there was reports coming out saying that this is a heavily graphically violent movie Not really. and people are going no. to see it and they're going where the fuck was this graphic violence no, I wouldn't say so
0: there's a, there's a couple of uh, scenes which are a bit uncomfortable to watch yeah but they weren't like we're
1: not talking like saw levels of a Yeah, exactly. Warm. Which I always find weird about critics when they're talking about films. They, they do stuff like that in reviews to shock people and sometimes to damage a movie. Mm. And I firmly believe that some people, with their reviews, were out to damage this film from the get go because of its subject matter.
0: Right.
1: Because they weren't comfortable with there being a movie that addressed these issues with this level of scrutinization. Mm. And also the fact that it was being done in essentially a comic book movie. Yeah. And people are, aren't used to their comic book movies being that realistic. Yeah, well, I
0: to be honest, I would have expected it from a DC movie anyway, because that always seems to be the more, I suppose, gritty or realistic type. I'd say gritty, I wouldn't mm. say realistic. Uh, well, I suppose grounded in some semblance more of realism than the Marvel Universe. Some semblance. Mm. Obviously, it's a little bit ridiculous when you're talking like superheroes, like Batman sure. and stuff, but like with Batman, it's a guy who's a billionaire with technology and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Even with Tony Stark, but he seems a little bit more removed than Batman, just because he's the global kind of phenomenon that he is, and he's flying around in suits of armor. Yeah. So it's a little bit
1: more fantastical, just a little bit in the Marvel side, just a tad. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fantastic stuff with the DC. But this well, is more mythical as well. Yeah, as well. but really this stuff, stuff obviously that this particular version of the DC universe seems to be very grounded <coughs> in reality. It's, yeah. The, the subject universe. matter is yeah. The subject matter is grounded in reality. It's mm. it's there's no fantastical elements outside of the fact that. You know, I'm sure there's a few bits where you go, oh, really, he survived that? Okay. No, so not busy. really. No? No, there's no bits where you're like no, kind of that. no, So it is very much grounded in reality. Very much. The so that's, whole of this movie, mm-hmm. that's what makes it
0: more, I suppose, interesting than other superhero yeah. movies. Because this isn't a superhero movie.
1: Yeah. It's really not a superhero so movie. That's clearly then what, um, from, my, from my point of view, look, from outside looking in, then that would make sense to me if a, if a critic went to see this and they felt extremely uncomfortable after this movie, but they couldn't put their finger on why.
0: Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, <laughs> making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, uh,
1: twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that makes sense why people would say, "Oh yeah, no, it's I not Hilarious
0: afterwards. After all, this is a uh, Charlie
1: giving out. That was that was really fuck funny. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I think that fuck was, that guy. Don't mean to slag the guy off,
0: but Jesus man, no,
1: no, no slag the guy off. He's a moron. Was, yeah. Do you know that dude? Like, have we talked about this before? This dude has a cult. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he goes to the, the fucking island. the island, island yeah. where people go to to listen to his band music and. Yeah. He, Fucking, oh man, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, if you made that amount of money and you got people following you, why not No, 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 stupid. he
1: charges people
0: to go. No, no, but that's what I mean, though. Like, he, that, people right? actually pay to go do this kind of thing. Fucking sheep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, you know. Oh, I'm
0: white, they all look like sheep.
1: Yeah. So, like, Jared Davis is a fucking moron from all that. Like, fuck him. Oh, he's a moron. <laughs> he's, he's a lunatic. He's a lunatic, yeah. Um, so, anything he has to say about the Joker role, no. He can fuck around. <laughs> right Hell off. no. He can fuck it right off, but uh, yeah.
0: Oh, actually, another comic movies and stuff. The Dead Shot or Bloodshot trailer went up. The blood
1: was Deadshot, that. What that was yeah? yeah. The Bloodshot trailer. Yeah? Bloodshot, well, apparently it was Bloodshot. Apparently it was
0: Bloodshot. At, at about two minutes twenty odd seconds, I believe it was yeah. for the for it's the Vin minutes. Diesel
1: constantly remembering his family. It's not family. It's not family. <laughs> <laughs> this is family. Yeah, they took oh. his family and they made him in it it a His family, room. my family. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And they pretty much gave the entire plot away in the trailer. I'm hoping that they do the kind of well that's kind of like a trend now in movies where they kind of give the whole bit away in the beginning and then what happens afterwards is the rest of the movie yeah this is just the the setup, so to speak
1: it seemed to be that that was just the opening 15-20 minutes I'm hoping exactly yeah I, I want to know is what the fuck is Guy Pearce's agent doing I really because that dude is a phenomenal actor and he's in some schlock he, he did really lock it
0: out of this It was a great movie
1: what I fucking love lock Die Hard in Space yeah um, no I had no problem with Lockout I'm just talking about the fact that he seems to be playing these creepy CEO mastermind dudes it was the same when he played the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 oh god can we not talk about Iron Man 3? I'm just saying it's like it looks like the same fucking character like if he wasn't the Mandarin if he was just aimed that would have been grand. yeah but you know <laughs> um <laughs> But there's like so for anyone who hasn't seen the Bloodshot oh, trailer God. or know who's Bloodshot is. Bloodshot is a character from the Valiant comic book series. Who's actually
0: a really good character. Really good fucking character. Well, the first iteration I thought was really good. The yeah, second iteration wasn't too bad. They've done multiple versions the of him now. Iteration, they kind of completely neutered him and made him as generic as fuck. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Friday. Yeah, he is a bit of that. He's got a bit English of that. Room. Bit of rogue trooper too. Well, that's not Friday, but yeah, go on. Um,
1: yeah, but still. You know, you know what I mean yeah well no the new the version GIs. of him is
0: Friday whereas the original version was Rogue Trooper yeah of Bloodshot like because he started off as like a, a I think it was a mafia hitman or a bagman mm. and then with the, I think the second not the second volume but the second iteration of, of Bloodshot when they rebooted him they made him out to be like he wasn't actually a mafia guy no it was okay he was a CIA guy undercover as a mafia guy
1: mm.
0: and then when they rebooted it again they're like no nah, he was just a soldier don't worry about that CIA he's That's a soldier
1: true and true yeah um Actually, Dex Chavvy's done some alternate covers for for Bloodshot. Oh, cool! Um, they, I think, they used one of them for their banners at uh, a at, at New York. Sweet this year, I think. But um, yeah, but it's the Valiant books have been getting a bit more.
0: I don't understand why Valiant's not more popular yeah. I love the Valiant stuff it's they're really, really fucking good. And really so good it's a
1: lot of, it's really good action it's a great universe Yeah, great universe in there Like, and they did they did a massive crossover there recently of, of all their titles mm. within the last year and Harbinger Wars and stuff yeah really fucking good stuff some space age all sci-fi stuff like really really good shit mm. um, it, I think there was a bit of a weird feeling about it because it got bought out by a Chinese company as far as I'm aware Okay, Valiant did themselves and again I could be wrong on this but as far as I'm aware they did but the creators across the board are multinational Um, and Jason David Frank did a not so much a fan made Bloodshot oh that was thing. the Bat in the Sun guys yeah the mm-hmm. Bat and the Sun guys but he played Bloodshot and it was the real Bloodshot because it had the the, the, the kind of opaque silvery skin with the big blue, red blop on the middle that shows up in the in Diesel Tracer
0: when he gets shot it kind of flares up a little bit yeah but it's but kind of <laughs> more it's, it was weird because you can kind of see his rib cage and stuff through. yeah yeah I'm kind of like thinking the fucking source is, material this,
1: is. is this a case of did Vin Diesel want his face on this? Now, in fairness, no the
0: action figure has been released McFarlane's doing the action figure right. and
1: it is the full on great oh yeah but you can't miss Vin Diesel's
0: bullet head on the top of him but
1: that's the thing in fairness to Vin Diesel he looks like he's lost a bit of the weight to play this he's yeah, buffed he's up again too- He's not ridiculous. He doesn't look like he's puffed up, like somebody's injecting him with water. Family Fam- Yeah, he's eating his family <laughs> Family. Family. Fucking um, love the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so goddamn good. <laughs> familia.
1: But that's that's the, the premise between this is looks like it's a mix between Total Recall and Family.
0: It's a bit more of um, Family Recall. The Transporter as well. And I suppose the setting, the towns in as well, is very, very much a bang out transport. I will
1: say this: the English accent in the trailer just fucking knocked me for six a wee bit because it's yeah. just all like family, family, guy Pierce family, and then I was like, "All right, mate, you're a, you're an agent who's there. Uh, you don't know what's going on, calm <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking, you're way, you're way. Way, fucking, we're your mate, you know, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe swearing, yeah." So I was like, "Whoa, calm down." Yeah. So it's it's a bit, uh, you know, the but I, look for you, I, I think the only thing that it looked like it was bloodshot <laughs> was he gets ripped to bits by gunshots. And his face goes back together. Oh no!
0: The shotgun blast. Yeah, they, that, to the face? That everyone's talking about that because literally that's how the trailer well, starts. That's what they use in the face yeah. with the shotgun, and
1: the nanites just pull his, pull skin, his back. skin back together. That looks cool. That's an amazing effect. <clears throat> um, but again, for me, he doesn't look like Bloodshot in the trailer. I think they should have ended. For me, if they wanted to grab me and say, "You know what? I'll <laughs> go see that," uh, or I'll even think about going to see that. Maybe, maybe if they'd actually put him, give shown you. Well,
0: maybe this is trailer one to get the masses on board because if you show everyone else in the world a Big grey Vin Diesel, they'll just go, That looks stupid. Whereas, if you give them an action movie to sell them on first, they're like, Sure, who is an action movie? I like Vin Diesel, he does the Fast and Furious movies. Hobbs and Shaw was great, that's a lot of action, is it? Wait a minute, trailer two, he's grey? Oh, on the street yeah. now. So maybe they've got people on the hook for this. Maybe they're not gonna.
1: <coughs> you had mentioned before we started recording that they are talking about doing the, the, the greying them up in post.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was somebody else talking about that. Like, there was, um, I think it was on Joe or someone put the, the, the link up to it. And they'd criticized it, but they were talking to one of the other, um, somebody involved in the movie, basically they're like, no, 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 don't worry, guys, it's okay. He's going to get great up, it's okay, don't worry. They'll all be fixed and post and stuff
1: like so. So maybe it's a case of, and this is my take on what it might be, when in the trailer they do this memory loop thing over and over and over mm. again, that's the, kind of the hook of the trailer. More than likely, that's in the virtual idea in his head what he looks like, and then when he gets into the real world, oh, that'd be cool, yeah. he, he looks like Bloodshot. He looks yeah. see this thing about we're here talking about people we know about the character, yeah, you know, to a small degree. I don't think Bloodshot's that well known of a character. No, he's
0: he's he's a character they always kind of hang their... or pitch their tent on or pitch their whatever on it. Yeah, and it he is a great character. Like the whole thing with the Harbinger Wars, and then even the way like the the other guys like in one of the one of the other iterations, the guys in the teams basically they could dial up powers and abilities and stuff Yeah. it's so, like there was other agents fighting like the other guys in the trailer <laughs> I assume that might have been them but they can literally just have packages uploaded to them yeah 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 so like, Matrix style like no don't yeah, yeah, no like, Fu oh shit there's a, a fucking Mercedes I don't know how to drive that I know how to drive it now right yeah, yeah, let's go yeah, yeah. but then they can combine skill sets with powers as well like somebody with ice powers and somebody with flight and then you go all right, give me the flight and the ice guy and then they'll mix stuff up Yeah. yeah so yeah. there's all this really cool scope to do that shit if they take heavily from the source material but like, no, 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 man. With, with superhero movies it's really hard to fucking gauge
1: and it's a Sony movie as well so
0: yeah they've got a history of kind of maybe not fucking this up <laughs> ridiculously on the first mm. shot so
1: mm, let's see how that works out
0: it's usually the second or third shot that they fuck everything up let's see the second generally I don't know well, if... no, except for Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man 2 is amazing
1: I don't like the Sony movies. um
0: Melina as fucking Doc Ock he's the best thing about it's any amazing. of the Spider-Man movies
1: to this date Melina's Doc Ock is the best thing about mm. any Spider-Man film fucking nailed it um, but I'm not a fan of the Sam Raimi spider mm. at all
0: I like him to an extent until mm. he starts dancing
1: yeah fuck, fuck that one yeah, yeah in it's ass yeah with a symbiote
0: yeah no oh god Carnage
1: hey. symbiote oh god so <clears throat> the New
0: Goblin with his cool surfboard Wait. Yeah, so edgy <laughs> um so comics yeah okay um, right. there are comics yes i'm actually oh i've been reading or rereading finally getting through all my backlog of stuff i'm up um uh, i'm up on east to west at the moment
1: fucking great series oh my god it's
0: nice i'm about three issues away from catching up to the current series yeah. or where we're at now and just oh man, the whole thing with babylon and the balloon so fucking it's,
1: good. Cr- it's like it's I, ah. I it is a popular series i don't know many other people that are reading it here oh there's a few people there. there's Obviously. a fair there's chunk but, I mean, but it's, yeah. it's been going for. A, it's probably images, one of image's longest running series isn't it it's on issue 43 44 so it's up to like that I think that and, and that and Saga hmm. r- started roughly around the same time yeah I
0: think um, East to West has taken a few more breaks than Saga it has yeah. more of a hiatus like.
1: um, but, but it did start seven. around the same time because I remember collecting those at, kind of in tandem with each other um, as well as um, Wicked, Wicked and the Divine which oh, is yeah. now finished
0: I'm gonna give that a bash now. It's done actually. Oh,
1: yeah. it's really good. Yeah. If you like your music, and you Jill's, know,
0: Jill's threatening to beat me over the head with the book seven times. 100 percent. So. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, you, it's it's really good. And if if it makes you, if you're interested, if you read it and go, fuck man, that was really good. If you want to see its origins, you can see its origins in in uh, in Gillen and McKelvey's earlier books for the Phonogram series. Oh, they're yeah. not they're not like mystical in any way, mm. but the musical thing is in the. If you read the Phonogram right. series and then go into uh, go into Wicked and the Divine. Hmm. There is actually, a, a, I, I'm guessing, it's some way intentional kind of a link because Phonogram is solely about music and its effect chord on progression, life, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> chord progression. Yeah, but and then the, the, the fantastical stuff of things of the gods and the pop culture and the music and everything goes into into Wicked and the Divine. Um, but there is definitely, a, I think there's a small bridge there. Mm. For me, there was anyway as a reader.
0: Well, I think the next thing we're going to get stuck into either is either that or Rack
1: Queens. I think Rack Queens might win. Rack Queens should win at everything. Yeah, because I haven't had that yet. It's kind of to my detriment. Yeah, man. Rack Queens is whopper. Yeah. And there is a standalone Shadowrun esque Rack oh, Queen story. I read that. That, was, read that, that was a lot of fun, yeah. It looked amazing as well. Great piece of uh, art. Oh, straight, up yeah, <laughs> it's straight, up, straight up Shadowrun. Yeah, straight up Shadowrun. And I knew what it was doing. Mm. Like, you know? Um, and there's a few Rat, rat Queen's one shots that are out there that are really fucking good. But the Rat Queen story, from start to finish, fantastic. I'll jump on it. This week, though, stuff
0: we have coming in is. In no particular order. Actually, well, it's kind of alphabetical. I think I put them all down there. Maybe I did. Um, absolute Carnage lethal, protract- lethal Protractors Like the things you draw circles with Yeah or Protectors Probably Protectors Lethal Protectors Probably, protectors. Probably makes a bit more sense Yeah The final part of that's in um, The first part of Amazing Mary Jane Spinning out of The Amazing Spider-Man uh, Amazing Spider-Man Full Circle <coughs> a New mini-series I believe uh, Batman Curse the White Knight Issue 4 Which has been a lot of fun So far uh, Batman Superman number 3 Batman No That's Black Adam Black Adam Year of the Villain um, oh yeah and the um, DC Zoom books we have Black Canary Ignite they're really cool kind of um end of teens books they've had like a Harley Quinn oh um, very good Nightwing and Catwoman books offer they're really really good sellers um, Count Crowley the reluctant monster hunter Fearless that sounds steampunky that. in some way probably isn't uh, Future Fight first Luna Snow that's one of the characters from the Marvel video game series mm. uh, G.I. Joe number 2 from the new series um, oh we're getting back in our hack slash on the bus as well uh, Immortal Hulk Director's Cut Number Six. That's the last part of that. So we have a full set of those available. Um, Incredible Hulk Number One Facsimile Edition. These are really cool um, reprints Marvel are doing. of the classics. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: DC's doing them as well. Um, Hulk, <coughs> might be called Facsimiles in DC as well.
1: I saw the I saw the Spidey one. Mm. The the famous Spidey cover. Yeah, I just that, saw was
0: that. Really, really popular. yeah, it's pretty good. Um, oh, one you might like, Infidel as well. It's another horror theme book. Check um, that out. Here we got here Jim Henson Dark Dark, Dark Crystal Creation Myths Complete. I can't read today. Um, Journey Star Wars Roy Skywalker Allegiance. It's a bit of a mouthful.
1: So it is. These are the books that are leading up to the new movie. Yeah,
0: it's a four part series. Um, one every week leading up to the new movie. So, um, Marauders spinning out of the new X Men title. Oh, um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog Twenty Two Spider Man Life Story Trade Paperback Star Wars Seventy Three Wonder Woman Eighty One, and more importantly, Rock and Roll Biographies Guar.
1: <laughs> oh man yep. Guar yep. fuck's sake Rock is that, and that's a comic that's a comic yeah a comic about Guar can't go wrong there <laughs> cannot go wrong
0: yeah that's pretty much the stuff we're getting this week oh we're also getting the um, was delayed from our Force Friday stuff but she's finally turned up the second sister the uh, carbonised version of the Black Series six inch figure very cool which is really really fucking cool yeah have yeah. here right there somewhere um, not very much point showing people on the radio No, is it the radio? Oh, uh, me. Yeah, but um, it's it's a higher detail version of the standard Black Series figure which is just all black with a few bits of red detail it's actually got um, Under Armour and then Armour plates within different colours it's got kind of a metallic colour to the paint as well and there's a Mandalorian coming out in the next couple of months as well with the same kind of level of paint apps it's, it's slightly more expensive I think it's about like 35, 40 euro but it's just really 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 awesome paint it's colours cool. now
1: they seem to be putting a lot of a lot of their like I'm looking again, we did it the last I think one of the last episodes where we looked at the you can see all the Star Wars figures here beside us in the stock room and Well you
0: can't, but we can.
1: We can, yeah. But I mean mm-hmm. they're like they're like the new packaging on the new black series where you have Darth Maul, Bosch. Or, oh that's or, the
0: archive series. Yeah, yeah, the
1: archive series they're fucking savage yeah. Well the old ones have one. gone back. Yeah, what?
0: The new ones have gone back to the other side. Oh, okay. Because yeah, of the standard box size. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But,
0: but there's also they're releasing um Boba Fett on a vintage style card in the six inch series.
1: Oh, very nice. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be too. cool. I said that'd be a big seller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably fair, man. Yeah, we missed because we missed a couple of weeks. There was a few titles that we missed uh release-wise. Um Oh shit! Probably was... not, we? no, 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 no. I just wonder. Wanted... You know we did get in the What did oh, we get across? We got in the synthetic human
0: figure. Synthetic human figure. Yeah. What's that? Toa Industries synthetic human. It's basically it's a robot. It's a one six scale robot, but it's super fucking creepy. It's my favorite toy ever. Really? It's really fucking awesome. I don't know if we've any here, but. Well, you talk about? What you're going to talk about? I see what I'm find. Us. Well, I was just
1: then there was a couple of graphs that I saw down on the shelves, but the the close to my heart was the the, the now they released critical role Vo- the origins of Vo- origins of Vox Machina, uh, volume one was released as a trade paperback, um, graphic novel because the the re- the print versions of it were not available uh, on this side of the pond. You could only get them. Um, you can get them on digital on Comixology but you couldn't get the actual physical copies of the the individual issues unless you went to conventions in the States I think Dark Horse did a very limited print run so they were like fucking gold you couldn't get them so they've re-released them all since the popularity of the second series of the Vox Machina origin story they've released um, they've released the first volume as a graph and it's you guys I I, I don't know whether I grabbed the last copy of it but you got one you got more so you do have it so it is available um, and it's the, the soft back cover because the hard back cover is only limited edition available on via websites um. so but Doc has now unpacked this box that looks like it, it It actually even just the fucking box looks like a Blade Runner wet dream it's the hardest figure to sell because it's a black box which is white kanji on the front I don't know I think you'd like get a lot of weeboos to buy the bollocks out of that yeah but you wouldn't know what the fuck is in it they wouldn't care that looks pretty savage There's a box I'm not, a, I'm not a, somebody who would lose their shit over a box but that's creepy that is very creepy That is creepy It's a little picture that's, Of it, just a porcelain looking face That's the face that comes off That's the face that, it, f- it takes its face off Oh it's your man from My Robot Nope But that's what it fucking looks yeah. like It's a robot yeah Holy shit
0: This is A robot A robot but it's <laughs> You might need to put a picture of this up to Actually <laughs> It's hella creepy Now the creepy thing about it is what's, what's Well the chain? body is Is just, the body the right length? Yeah no it's perfect size Porsche wise? Because he's not wearing clothes It's normal But then you just do this
1: Yeah turn the head that goes real creepy, and its eyes are red. So it's got it's like they got Hal from two thousand and one, and they just they gave it a body. Yeah, super creepy. That's how and creepy that looks. Super freaking poseable. So is this is this like an artist? It's, it's one of these, like you know. It's
0: basically it's it's just a it's a robot, but people have been using them for I suppose artist model stuff. There's a really there's a really cool uh, uh, YouTube reviewer called Budget Stark who reviews a lot of hot toys. Yeah, and he got like dozens of them and has had them fighting his Iron Man for quite a while. Yeah, cameras. they they have
1: that very Ultron-y kind of feel to them, mm. but with a human face that you can pull off. Uh, it's very tricky. I wouldn't just go pulling see, it off. You is it just? I see it as you can clip it from the sides On the top. And the top. Yeah, it's quite. I'm being very delicate yeah. with it. I'm not going to force it because <laughs> I don't want to have to end up buying this fucking robot. Um, <laughs> the neck is yeah, it's 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 very creepy looking. Um, so possible, but very poseable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doc you can take the face off cause
0: Take his face Take his face, face off But yeah that's creepy as balls You haven't seen nothing yet mate
1: He's got no wires on him though He's got like Yeah he's got a little flat robot butt Flat robot butt No junk in that trunk at all There's a robot What's in No need robot Some robots need junk in their trunk all right, What about the hands are, are the hands on that guy possible No uh, Because nope. it comes with two spare fists Yeah so you can punch stuff the They're just fists so like, did P- uh, did many people pre-order this or? Yep, is this we've so- been trying
0: to get this figure in. Would you believe for about five years? Really? Yep. Is this the back of his head? It is the back of his head. Wayne. That's not the bit it's I'm trying to take so off. But the
1: back of his head comes off as well. Yeah, the whole part's modular. That's mad. I wonder if you can buy extra bits for it. Uh, no, like,
0: these these are issued periodically. Oh, the face is off. Right,
1: give us a- Face is off. This face back on, or his head back on, and then That's creepy. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> it's actually a school. It's a creepy robot. It's a thing. creepy robot school with these big fucking red eyes. I'm sure people are loving listening to this. And it's got like it looks like <laughs> it looks like it has one like this is just, you know the way in, in those anime shows you always have those robots that open their mouth and there's a gun in the mouth. Yeah, it does have a gun. In its mouth. It has it's the thing in its mouth. It looks like a gun, like or like a speaker or something. Not a gun. It's, is this in anything?
0: Yeah, it's in um, the anime. I think it might be in Blam. Oh, it's in Blam,
1: is it? Okay, yeah. I don't watch Blam, but I've heard of it it's the same artist who did the designs in that yeah this is creepy as balls yeah really fucking creepy that's really creepy as well That's really creepy they can take
0: his fucking back of his head off you again. can take
1: the back of his head off yeah you can move the eyes has, oh, it's the got action- has it got back. action
0: man eyes yeah the, well it, they're they're quite fiddly to move but you can oh move
1: I see you can move them individually oh he's yeah. got scars guard it eyes where they yeah. can go with their own fucking thing oh yeah
0: thing. you can make them go super fucking creepy Yeah, it's pretty awesome that is awesome yep yeah,
1: yeah. fucking hell he's synthetic human so how much is that retailer? Uh about 180 bits. 180 bits. 180 creepies Yeah 180
0: creepy dollars But uh, Yeah man like I said I've been waiting for this figure For years Literally years It's crazy Yep Because I have a A 1 scale one Okay Which is still kind of cool But he's like half the size he's Yeah yeah, cute yeah. Derby Is he just as articulate and- Oh incredibly yeah Incredibly so But I, I, I love that little guy Because he's sitting at the end of uh, Well on my toy shelf At the end of our bed And I keep uh, That's not at all creepy No I keep repositioning him To make him creepy To freak him around and she keeps swishing him out With the tail or not, tell, dressing gown. Right. Every morning they get switched out and I have to fix them up and make
1: them so creepy again. And whats you? are going to take one of these home and not tell her and just put him at the end of the bed? No, and it, I like it? them man.
0: We don't want to get it broken.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> any blips. <laughs> fucking right. Just mashing it up, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice looking figure, and yeah. at the box. I think at the box it comes in, it's, it is very, it's kind of like Minimist. you know, it's Nexus 1.0 type thing, yeah. you know. Blade Runnery kind of feel to it for sure.
0: There you go. You go to sleep, little robot buddy. <laughs>
1: But, uh, don't put me in the box, Dave. Don't do that shit.
0: Creep <laughs> me the fuck out. I'm, I can still hear you, Dave. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Speaking of toys, anyway, the other stuff because um, Anto's been kind of plowing through, um, trading, well, or traded in comics, and I've been playing through the toys trying to get them out in the shelves as quick as possible. But um, Anto went through about a thousand comics last week. Fuck me. Yeah, he's he's getting a lot quicker at it. But it's a lot of Star Wars, Harley Quinn, a couple of Punisher, Harbax, some really nice first prints, and. Um, But yeah, pretty much we're getting new stock out on the shelves every other day now. Cool. And with the second toys, same again. I've been getting through them at a rate of knots. We've had an awful lot of Marvel Legends, DC figures, um, tons of Star Wars figures. Transformers as well. Transformers, to be honest, don't really last that long, man. They get out. They come in and they go out. Yeah, Yeah, we're such a dedicated um, customer base for Transformers. Like They'll know as soon as a new figure hits. So it's funny because I'm putting out the new figures and I'm going down three days later and seeing them coming off the deal straight away. (laughs) Holy shit, they're running out. But um, we've got a bunch of Predators in as well and a bunch of um, video game characters, a couple of really cool Halo figures. Um, a few other nice gems,
1: yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, I did notice, because like, I haven't been in the shop in a couple of weeks because cause I was boxing everything off, off comic book-wise, but uh, I did notice a few more details, a few cases here and there with some extra cool shit cool. in it. Like One extra. Yeah, um, we had to move them because we got another shelf for bookshelves in the back corner. Very nice. I like it. Um, I did also notice that you had, a f- somebody had come in and put in flyers with Toppable. Which is happening on yep. the November? Well, the show itself is November the eighth and ninth. Um, for anyone going. segue.
0: What's happening topable? Before you went,
1: I am launching a new comic book myself. <laughs> Kev Keen and Jill, uh, Jill Dempsey, are launching uh, Nats Ferratu at, t- at Bubble November the eighth. Uh, we're getting a limited stock delivered to the show from our printer, and then we are having a launch, as I've said before, um, in Ireland. <laughs>
0: yeah, that so. was close. That was real close. Yeah, real close. <laughs>
1: uh, in Ireland, we will announce it after Toppable where it's going to be <laughs> um, and the information that we be. might have uh, some nice little uh, special things for the launch here specifically for the Irish launch cool that won't be at Toppable Toppable is just a book and ourselves and um, we'll have a couple of other titles with us as well mm-hmm. but the main launch is and that's for which we're very excited about. We're looking forward to seeing it in the wild and awesome. seeing people's, uh, hearing people's thoughts on it and see what they think about it. You know, I mean, like some nice some nice World War Two horror.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting past the, the previews that I keep seeing. Yeah, the smallest snippets that I've <laughs> given you a taster
1: <laughs> of. And then I've stopped it at the spoiler oh moment. Man, yeah, like, no really, spoilers! Yeah, Fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, so hopefully now it's, it gets a good reaction. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's been it. Cool. That's pretty much what I've been doing. You're gearing up towards Halloween? Very much so. Um... We have, we're bringing Amelia to our first pumpkin patch thing next weekend. Where's that? On Sunday. Rat, Rat Vale, I want to say. Okay. Somewhere near Gory.
0: Oh shit, is it where they're going to drop the pumpkin out of the sky into the car?
1: I fucking hope so now.
0: Yeah, there was one pumpkin festival we went to. I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere down in Shtick's, hey. But we were literally, the whole street is turned, the main street's turned into this sort of, it's really cool kind of, um festival type area with like lots of kind of people selling food vendors kind of just a lot, a lot of really cool party atmosphere stuff yeah. a lot of mulled wine and kind of alcohol based things as well but um, there was this uh, just this crane at the top of the street <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on with a big crane it
1: and was then, like the wicker man they didn't try and put you in at the yeah, end instead there fire fucking, did they
0: but um, there was hey, a, nonny, nonny. I think there was a competition to see who grew the biggest pumpkin and I think the guy who won the biggest pumpkin because we, we came a little bit after because we were wandering off as everyone went the other way we're like oh cool crowds are gone get in and have a look at shit real quick
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But then we went back up and um, they were harnessing or putting a harness some sort of a, a thing around this pumpkin and hoisting it into the air and I was like what the fuck is going on and then they brought in a car and just dropped the pumpkin on the and car and then just mashed that and pumpkin and what survived more the car or the pumpkin well the first time the pumpkin kind of missed but the scary thing was, it kind of missed; it didn't break; it bounced. Oh, yeah. so they went back up and did it again, and it
1: went through the fucking roof of the car. Nice, <laughs> fucking amazing. I, I'm a bit wary about these, like going down the country for these kind of like solstice festivals because they're oh, fantastic. But no, but I've recently done a, a bit of a folk horror watch. I watched The Wicker Man, <laughs> I watched Blood and Satan's Claw, and I watched Midsummer, <laughs> all in the space of a couple of days. And now, I was like, "Oh, we're going to a festival down in Gorey where they kind here's of, your white robes? Yeah, uh, here's your here's your white robes and your floral crown, and um, <laughs> if you want to be part of the sacrificial uh, section, hmm. sign your name here. Um, you know, I'd like, like to
0: go in a queue on the right, not the one on the left.
1: Yeah, oh. um, so it's it's a case of when I was like, oh, we're signed up to go to this festival down the country. Literally, my brain went, "Fuck no, 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 no. thank you very much." And she was like, "No, it's they bring you, in. and it's a uh, they've got." Just
0: remember that training video, you know, the one with. Um, uh, What's his name? Luke Nick Cage. Luke Cage? Nicholas Cage? Cage. The flying drop kick maneuver. Yes. you just gonna hit them with that. Apparently That, that
1: wasn't the version of the Wickerman that I watched. Apparently that
0: deals with all those plagues very easily. A flying drop kick the flying. drop a kick.
1: Away. Punch get into a bear suit and punch. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Whoopah! No, and funnily enough, Midsummer has a bear suit in it. I don't, I don't know whether know. it was a nod to, <laughs> it would have to Nick be. Cage's Wickerman. Have you seen Midsummer?
0: I uh, no, but I've seen Wickerman. I, I
1: don't think you I don't know whether you'd sit through Midsummer to be honest with you. It's a slow burner. And it's about two and a half hours long. I like slow burners. Yeah. It's it's a really, I really liked it. And I've watched it twice now. Okay. And there's a lot there going on in the background and the the design of it is, it will fuck with your head because it's set in um, Sweden. And What was that one a while ago with your man from Legion in it, the Matt Cthulhu one
0: on the island? Um, the
1: Apostle yeah yeah fucking fantastic that was movie. that was a good movie that was a slow I burn I loved that, that movie yeah. I really I watched that I, I didn't know what to expect from that film and mm. I'm like fuck man this is oh yeah they're doing it awesome Yeah, let's go that that also is a, one of those folk horrors as well I haven't actually yeah. watched that again in a while but I'll put it on the list for Halloween um, but um, Midsummer builds and builds and builds. and if you're going to mm. watch it I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end and I the really bees? enjoyed it what? <laughs> it the bees? there are no bees thank <laughs> fuck no there's bees. some amazing scenes that just get you get an oh lord Jesus Christ moment. you're just like oh oh lord oh Jesus Christ Jesus Christ lord oh lord when I watched The Wicker Man years ago when I was a kid I did not like it I really, did not, I, I, really did, I really didn't like it and I watched it again of nudie dancing ladies um, that was I want to say it was Britt Eklund but I could be wrong I think you might be right um, it's been a long time since yeah, so. I watched well, that. Yeah, but I have to say when I watched it again there recently, because I've seen the sequel for the Wicker Man, mm. the Wicker Man 2 Don't ever watch that movie. Oh really? Don't ever watch that I movie. No, it was a sequel. It's called the Wicker Tree, is what it's called. It's what happened to two. No, it's that's it. The Wicker, it's Wicker Man and the Wicker. Yeah, Wicker Tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, just saw that. Yeah, I got <laughs> you, I got you. <laughs> straight um, into that one. Straight into it. The Wicker Tree. It's utter bollocks. Oh yeah. yeah like, I saw it at the marathon one year, and it's from the same director. Same wow. writer as Wickerman. It's about two American students who come into, uh, come to a local. De- I think it's in Devon or something. Local town for local. A local, local town for local people, and they yeah. do horrible shit. And the Americans are so kind of like, they're pure evil as far as these people are concerned. Okay. And Spot on. Like yeah, and the, the one guy is like a typical Texan cowboy. Yeah. Um, here ride all your virgins, <laughs> and then there's a the girl Jeez. who's like the the female equivalent of him it's pure so like
0: Tulip like, from Preacher
1: yeah it's pure piss oh, yeah. like muck so uh, uh, and like and that is, this isn't because I, at the time when I saw it I wasn't the biggest fan of The Wicker Man I've grown to like The Wicker Man a lot mainly because Christopher Lee is a fucking badass and yeah. everything he's ever in no matter how shit the movie is and he's done some dross over the years um, but Wicker I have to say I, did, I put, put my hand on my heart and say for a very very long time I did not like The Wicker Man but I have grown to like it over the. maybe it's because I'm a bit older
0: I'm the same with the Nicolas Cage one
1: you like that one?
0: I love it when you watch the riff tracks version anyway oh right okay
1: yeah, it's I, really the only way I can watch that movie. I watched it and I was like whoa he's dialed it way way up here he <laughs> never go full cage he went <laughs> it he although went we're
0: apparently with the latest um
1: uh, Colour Colorado Space well, we talked about that in the last yeah. episode but I watched really I also recently that. re-watched Mandy oh, oh, oh I love that movie Mandy is fucking unreal amazing and
0: that's like the next I need nap. to do a back to back actually my Halloween back to back on Halloween night is going to be that and The Void
1: oh man that's, that's the bill I did the other day oh, I watched The Void and I watched <laughs> Mandy Really? I, like the Void then Mandy straight so after it, fucking amazing, savage, fucking amazing. Cool. It was so good. I was sitting there. I was, was actually, so chuffed because I thought about myself. I was like This yeah, is going to be yeah, great. It was, no one else is going to do this. Yeah, oh shit! Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was coloring. I was doing the last couple of pages of colors. Yeah. On um, on that Friday. So that's Friday. That's where the
0: colors go really mad towards the end. And as it, just
1: it's just all blood <laughs> and shine. I actually colored it when you get the inked version of it when it's actually in print. The red on the pages is my blood. So <laughs> the, no, it's I've given that to the printer. Right, that's why I've actually been hospital for the last week i've been drained and um, no it's i i was i think i was like on the last 10 pages of the colors and i was doing some edits on them and stuff like that and i was like i need to watch some more horror because i just love it that fucking horror thing it was something yeah. horror vibe i was like you know what i had the ipad there i was coloring i had the tablet out and i was coloring away and the ipad was sitting there and I had sh- i'm i'm subscribed to Shudder. Shudder is a it's a it's, it's, ne- it's netflix horror hmm. And they have both the Void and Mandy on there. Oh, cool! Actually, Mandy's gone now. They had it there recently, but it's gone now for some oh, reason. It's one of those time things. Isn't it? it was one of those things, but it was hey, for a long time. It was a Shudder exclusive, but it's gone now, as far as I'm aware. But at the time, it was still there. And I watched the Void, which is on there, which I'd seen both of them before. Mm. But I had them still on my list, and I watched the Void, and then went straight at the Mandy afterwards, and it was fucking fantastic, so much. But that the whole scene with the biker gang in their gaff, mm. and he's just like taking them all out, but then he gets that one dude, and he's like and he snaps yeah. his neck and it's just that look on his face where he's just like oh <laughs> fucking amazing
0: you know it's, right away after that like, they ran on with a tail, Elvis style he took a knee
1: yeah he took pure but uh, that, that whole scene he goes full cage he starts off so and the reason <coughs> when he goes full cage in that movie because he starts off so calm
0: the bathroom scene man yeah it seems phenomenal
1: it is a phenomenal scene it's just amazing and like it's pure emotion mm it's all one take as well it's right? all one take it's, mm. he comes in and it, it, they have the full it's like they've cut out one wall of the bathroom and he's standing full thing in his cacks yes. and his t-shirt and he's just come in after being tied up with barbed wire mm. and he just, he's just like mm, he's knocking back the vodka it's pure cage but pure brilliant cage
0: yeah
1: I was reading a, I was reading a, a, it would have been just a tweet somebody tweeted today I saw he goes I love Nickens Cage as an actor because you never know he's never the same character twice in, in his movies if you think about it he doesn't have one tone throughout all of his films he does they had a picture yeah, of Cage, that's his tone no they had a picture <laughs> of um, of his character from The Weatherman they had a picture of your man from Con Air and they had a picture of his character from Face Off Okay, and I was like all three of these characters are so different but so typical Cage which is true hmm okay like yeah. uh, last year when we went to top of but we watched an interview before, before the show started we sat in our apartment and we watched there's a 20 to 40 minute interview Roughly, I think, it about, yeah, about that interview with Nicolas Cage. I couldn't tell you what it was from, but it was leading up to Mandy. Right. And it was an interview about Mandy and about his career and about his process with the director of Mandy and him them putting it together. One of the most fascinating interviews I'll ever see because he it's pure, it's him, but talking about himself, talking about his career, fully open, with no pretense, no bullshit. <laughs> and it's a really interesting watch. And you, just, you just sit there and you're just... In, in awe and r- in rapture of, of the guy talking, so I highly recommend checking it out. It's it's on YouTube. It's just it's a long interview with Nicolas Cage, and he's it's it's tied in with Mandy. So if you type if you Google Mandy Nicolas Cage interview more on YouTube, more than likely it'll pop up. Sweet. Um, highly recommend checking. But yeah, Mandy is a whopper f- movie, and I am looking forward to the Color of Space as well,
0: mm.
1: which well, I think it's it's out soon, isn't
0: it? Yeah, the they are showing it.
1: They're showing at the yep yeah. Yeah, I I have been asked to go see that and a few others, but I don't know if I'm gonna have the time. I'll see. It's this weekend, isn't it? Oh
0: shit, is it?
1: It's this weekend into the bank holiday. It's always the mm. bank holiday weekend, as far sorry. Yeah,
0: gonna well. be it this weekend. Then. Unfortunately, mm, they I'm don't pretty have... sure it's fucking sold out now. At this stage. Well, no,
1: not... it's well the color space is probably sold out. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, would be get surprised. A to get in there and try it, stuff. Try it and check it out. But yeah. try and get tickets for color space because I think there's a chance I might still have tickets. Um, I am very much looking There's a film I watched. I saw it at the festival. Uh, in Edinburgh, Dead by Dawn, and it's from a filmmaker called Jeremy Gardner. Um, uh, the battery. Okay. I went on at about, the, this, baseball about the baseball zombie yeah. film. Fucking great movie. But he's a new movie coming out, and it's got multiple titles, none of which I can fucking remember. <laughs> but it's about a guy, and it's doing the festival circuit at the moment. I, I thought it was gonna be a marathon, but it's not. I'm really. Uh, it really is because the name has changed no, so many times. It's not. No, I've checked. It's not going to be shown. Um, it's at it's at a couple of festivals in the UK, right. but, but they didn't get it for a horror-time. Um. But it's about a guy who, he's a farmer in rural Texas and his girlfriend, long-term girlfriend, leaves him because he won't commit and they won't get married. Right. And she just fuck this shit, she leaves. She leaves, middle of the night, and he wakes up and his house then starts to get attacked by what he thinks is a monster of some sort. Right. And it's just him and the surrounding area of the farm, and he's slowly going crazy as okay. this thing is attacking his farm at night. And he ropes in a couple of his buddies to try and help him hunt it. Right. And this is just a fucking trailer. This dude, it's pure character driven. And from the, ba- the battery was just a pure character driven zombie film. Yeah. The most, most non-zombie zombie film you'll ever see. Oh, cool. There was oh. only like, I think there was in total, there was like four zombies in that movie. All right. Uh, which you haven't, if you haven't seen The Battery, check it out. Phenomenal yeah. zombie film. But It's basically about a pitcher and a catcher. And that's where the title comes from. Because that's in, in baseball terms, they're called The Battery. Right. And, they are a little uh, sorry. A, a, I think a single A or double A, which is a lower level baseball team. They're the pitcher of the Not triple A not battery. To, now. Not a triple A battery. They're a double A battery, <laughs> and uh, and they are left to kind of make their way in the world. That's after having a zombie apocalypse. Oh right, and it's just a story of them traveling across America, hmm. and the pitcher is a bit of a a bit of a kind of like a. He's he's all about. F- interaction with people whereas the, the catcher who's played by Jeremy Gardner he's like fuck the world man it's mm. in bits they, we did this to ourselves we're all pricks fuck them let's try and survive he's more of a realist Yeah. whereas the other guy's like no we have to find people we have to find other people and the guy starts to hear this woman's voice over a radio Right. and he's like we know where these are let's go find them let's go find them he's like what are you fucking talking about these guys are probably going to rob you They're probably going to kill you mm. he's like no we'll try and get there and they eventually start making their way towards where these people are going and what happens is then they run out of they're stuck in a car right and the zombies start to come
0: oh shit
1: and they're stuck inside the car and the zombies outside and this is leading towards the end like stuff happens and
0: uh well that's spoil the whole fucking movie no i'm not no this
1: is not spoiling it but okay. this is the leading to what what but it's just that the story of these two guys traveling together and getting to know each other more hmm. and getting more in sync as they go about having to survive and the shit that they get up to there's one of the funniest zombie scenes in it uh, involving masturbation. Okay, there you go. I will leave you
0: with that. Lovely.
1: Yeah, It's a great. But place. that's the battery. That's I think that's on Shudder it's as well. Battery. It's on Shudder as well. <laughs> Self battery. Self battery. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's on Shudder. You can buy it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. Um, and I actually, I, I got, I. They had another movie called Tex Montana Must Survive, which was crowd sourced or crowd funded. And I funded that, and I got sent a battery, a limited edition Litho battery poster. Oh, cool! Which is really fucking nice signed by the crew um, but I remember checking out the battery and then the new one I think it's called Something Is Out There or it's got a few different names I can't fucking remember the names of it though I'll find out what they are I'll remember for the next episode yeah cool. call um, which yeah. is a good
0: point actually because the next episode we're going to do is going to be horror themed
1: yes so we're
0: going we're to. planning about... ahead yes horror themed with comics horror comics yeah our favourite horror comic horror 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 favourite horror comics so we're going to have to That's research really to that say. for next week yes on that bombshell yeah yeah, it's a good night from him job's a good one right you do the anything because I don't know how to turn that thing off okay thanks for listening and uh, don't forget all of our regular customers get 10% off all back issues in the shop and uh, yeah anything you heard you want to get let us know